0: specific merchandise
1: wow yeah oh, wow. <laughs> oh there's
0: another one joined. the cars are attacking they're they're communicating
2: <laughs> it's it's happening it's too late
0: Hello everybody and welcome to Coruscant Radio Underground, the Star Wars podcast presented by the sciencefictionary.com. My name is Andrew Gore, and with me tonight are Daniel Peoples and David Peoples. Hello. So what's been going on? It's been a while since y'all been on. About a month. <coughs> Work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> school. Yeah, it's I like, balance my time. I oh, balance my it. time between playing the Spider Man PS4 game and going to class. Just like so it's so it's like I'm Peter Parker balancing being spider-man and going to class it's the, basically the same thing uh, yeah. as long as one of your
1: professors doesn't turn into the lizard you'll be okay
2: <laughs> some of them are kind of weird i think it could happen
1: mm.
0: may already be a lizard <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm a. It's, it's... It, the last three weeks it's just been me and marisha and i think the week before that it was me and marisha and robbie so yeah. it's it's been a been a little bit
1: Well, I I miss doing it. I'm glad to be back on. I just come come off twelve-hour shifts, so right, a little easier maybe going forward. But uh, yeah, no, I've missed it.
0: Cool. Well, anything going on that y'all are excited about, or thing? I know, Daniel, you haven't had a whole lot of time, but anything you're excited about coming up, or
1: I, I am reading. Marvel the Untold Story about the history of Marvel Comics, which has actually been really interesting. Some things I didn't know, some things I knew that I found out some more about. It was it's a it's a really good book. If anybody hadn't read it, read it, and they're interested in the history of just of comics in general, but especially Marvel Comics. It gives you a lot of insight kind of into the not only the history of Marvel Comics, but just how the industry works in general. That's that's been a good read.
0: That's cool. David, you got I, anything you're looking forward to, or anything you're just watched or
2: Well I guess the two big obvious things are in-game and uh, Game of Thrones coming up. And I, after that last Game of Thrones trailer, I don't know which one I'm more excited for, honestly.
0: So is everybody, are people getting excited for Game of Thrones? Because I know initially they showed like a little teaser and people were not like, people didn't seem real happy. Yeah.
2: Uh, it was a very. It was a pretty. I don't know. I don't know the word for it. The teaser had nothing to do with anything that was actually going to happen in this up upco- upcoming season. Okay. So it was. Yeah. It was. It was them like walking through tombs. Mm-hmm. The, the being, full like, trailer is better. Prepared. The the full trailer is is was very exciting. Speaking of trailers that are better. I,
0: i'm assuming that y'all saw the aladdin thing a few weeks ago when it first came out and they showed will smith for the first time as the genie it at least blue yes and how terrible it looked
1: yes
0: it yes. looked so bad but they actually well, dropped what, a full trailer yesterday and it actually looked pretty good
1: there have been several trailers in the past several movies in the past even even in marvel Oh yeah, you would get little glimpses of Thanos, and they kept changing kind of the color of Thanos. <clears> so they got it right finally for Infinity War. Right. So I think I think by the time the movie comes around, some more CGI's and more post production, uh, the genie's gonna look better. But the last, yeah, the newest Aladdin trailer was miles and miles and miles above that first one.
0: Yeah, but first one they were just calling a teaser. I guess that means they had a like really short teaser and then a, a regular length teaser. But this was the first full length trailer. And you know, after watching the teaser, I was like, I don't know if I want to go see that. I know now I will probably be taking the kids to see it after seeing the full length trailer.
1: Yeah, no, it looks good.
2: I I I always I know that Will Smith didn't look too great. The genie didn't look too great. The CGI. But from the first teaser, I was at least on board with Willie with William Smith with Will Smith. um, I was thinking Robin Williams Uh, with Will Smith being the genie. Just just the way if you if you close your eyes and listen to him deliver the lines, Mm -hmm. it was pretty good. Yeah, I was I was on board with it. Now he looks much better too, and it's not gonna be blue the entire time, which I think is a good choice.
0: Yeah. No, I, I really, like, I. that was the thing, is I don't know if anybody had a way with, a problem with the way he was delivering the lines. I thought he was pretty good with that. I hope he does really well with it, and it's been a while since he's done anything very good. But man, it was just that last image when we saw him blue for the first time. I think it was so <laughs> shocking that everybody just went, what the heck is it going on? looked like a bad Photoshop. Like, uh, it looked like a meme. thing I'm really excited for, other than the obvious, is we're finally fixing to get, uh, we're about a two weeks away or a week and a half away from getting into the badlands back uh, unfortunately yep. they're canceling it yep. um, and I'm, I'm still not sure i still blame amc for just not promoting it well, well
1: I, yeah the thing i'm disappointed about really with that is i don't think they're gonna have enough time left with the episodes we're getting to i need the whole background to where these powers came from and what oh, there. yeah there's
0: was. I don't see any way. I mean there's only what, like eight episodes left? That's gonna be hard to yeah, explain like, a lot of a lot of the backstory to this and resolve it in we'll that ever amount of get time. It.
1: That's what no. I'm saying. We're not getting the backstory. We're getting none of how the world became what we see in it in the Badlands. Not right. a bit.
2: Speaking of AMC, Rick Rick Grimes movies, guys. made for tv movies that's how we're going to continue this iconic character who carried the entire show so
0: like when are they
2: planning on setting the
0: movies
1: concurrent well it'll be the movies the rick grimes movies from my understanding are going to be set like not long after the last time we saw him in walking dead okay the 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 main series jumped ahead right but so it'll kind of be sort of in between Okay. It'll pick up where the where the series jumped from.
2: I don't watch Walking Dead anymore, but yeah. I might watch those movies.
0: Yeah, I don't watch it anymore, but I would be interested in seeing those movies. He's just that strong of a character. Yeah. Um, of course, I, th- I think right now I'm, I'm most excited. We're past Captain Marvel, and now I'm just ready to see Shazam. And yes. I'm really excited because it's, it's getting well,
1: really good reviews.
0: It is. Uh, I'm excited now. Zachary Levi is going to be at Dragon Con this fall. Um, and I missed out because I didn't click the link quite quick enough, but DragonCon, through DragonCon the other day, I had an opportunity to get tickets for a screening that actually occurred yesterday in Atlanta, but I was too slow. There's no telling how many people clicked that link. All right, well, let's uh, let's jump into our Star Wars stuff. The first thing, I'm going to go ahead and touch on this first, because Marisha and I discussed it a little bit last week, and I kind of wanted to get... Marisha's and I's opinions on them were pretty similar, and I wanted to see what y'all thought about them. You know, a few weeks ago... Actually, we haven't even had a chance to discuss the fact that it sounds like almost a sure thing that we're getting an Obi-Wan TV series, like a six-to-eight-episode series series. For Disney Plus, and I think everybody—I mean, we've all discussed that. I'm, I know everybody's on board with that one. Um, Is that all we know about it? That it might be happening. That's all we know, except that it came out from us. From it came from some very strong sources this time, and it sounds like we have a really good chance of getting an announcement in a couple of weeks at
2: Star Wars Celebration. Well, it's not a stretch to think that that would be happening
0: it's not and i i kind of we talked about it last week i'm not gonna be surprised at all um it's the 20th anniversary of the phantom menace this year as part of what they're doing at celebration and
1: so we're actually celebrating that
0: <laughs> all right daniel <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. Yeah. I'm
1: not.
0: now we, we we all know how you feel about the prequels
2: she's not here to defend <laughs> herself you need to back off. It's
0: unfair, <laughs> but yeah. um, they are going to have a panel, and I suspect that might be a good a good option for announcing it. It would certainly be a good reason to have even McGregor there. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But as part of that same list, we got that one that seemed like it's it's happening. Uh, the rumors around that one were that they were leaning towards a movie. And that it was supposed to have been announced right after Solo released. Okay. And that after Solo's, the the problems with it, they backed off and didn't make an announcement. Uh And now they have decided to move forward with it as a TV show, which I still think is a better option.
1: I still don't know what it's about. Yeah. But I mean, the only thing which I mean is exciting enough to get you interested in it is Ewan McGregor as... Obi Wan again, but but what is it going to be about? Like supposedly he never left Tatooine after he brought Luke.
0: Well, that's not canon though. I yeah, mean, but
1: that's always that's been always been solution.
0: that's always been the assumption.
1: The very logical assumption.
0: It is. You know, I tend to agree with Christian Harloff that I don't see any issue with him going looking for Vader to try to find out if Vader is, if Anakin is Vader, but. I, I don't know. I mean, there's still stories you can tell on Tatooine. It's not like there's nothing going on there.
1: So. And actually, we do know that at some point he did confirm Anakin was Vader. Right. So, that, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's that the thing is he, he, does, he
0: does know. In addition to that, like we had that one that was listed by itself. And then we had a list of a few other characters that apparently Disney and Lucasfilm are just kind of throwing against the wall right now just trying to get ideas the first of those that i'm gonna throw out for you is the knights of wren
1: the knights of wren are in concept sounds very cool and they have not delivered on any of it right so i would like to see them try to deliver on that but again that's something that you don't know enough about to know whether or not you should be excited
2: exactly
0: right i was about to say well my thoughts on this one were that basically i think after, since we know at this point that these characters are going to have a, a role in episode nine, that right. maybe after we see them in episode nine, you go, yeah, I want to know more about these people. Yeah. Because we don't yeah. even really I know like how long their backstory it, is or anything.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. You got to wait on episode nine to even find out if it's something you want to see again. So I'm, I'm kind of leery of that one.
0: Well, I like it in concept, but I I want to see them in action
2: first.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: There's just nothing it's hard to have an opinion on it right. when we we just know that they kind of look like Kylo Ren. That's that's the extent. That's what we know <laughs> is they kind of dress like him. Right. We because we don't know if we don't even know if they're force
0: users or or what. I mean, we don't know anything yeah, about no them. Idea. Were they were
2: they Luke's others uh, right they, they, were they the they students were, that Kylo took with him, or I think Luke said that he took some. some did, he did, he did, so, so it's logical to assume that uh-huh. were they trained by Snoke as well. Were the, the, so many questions, would Snoke be in that show? Would it be a prequel? I mean, it happened no, also. I mean, well, I guess the real question
0: audience... there is we don't know how far before the Force Awakens they came to be a thing, mm-hmm. and. We also don't know where they've been for the events of the two previous movies.
1: Here's, here's the thing. All these questions we have about why we don't want to see the show really or why we need the show. They are. So we can ask these questions.
0: They are, and that's why I'm still saying it kind of depends on how much they tell us in, in episode nine and if that justifies more story. All right. The next one, this is the one I'm most excited about the possibility of, is Darth Bane. Do y'all know who Darth Bane well, is?
1: Yes. Okay. I don't know if David does.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know. I think The Dark Knight Rises was a little too recent to use him again, uh, even though it's a different universe. <laughs>
0: oh Jesus! You um, made the exact same joke that Marisha made last week.
2: Yeah, that was oh, pretty good. nice.
0: <laughs> but Darth Bane was Brain. a character from Legends that mm-hmm. existed about a thousand years prior to the fan. Uh, yeah, the Phantom Menace. He is, in in Legends, credited with creating the Rule of Two. Right. Okay. And a number of other things. So he's an ancient Sith Lord. Now, they brought him back into canon in Yoda's arc, the final arc of the Clone Wars, where Yoda confronts the spirit of Darth Bane. Right. So the character was already brought back into canon, but a lot of his old backstory can now be reworked.
1: Look, well, okay, Cam, how much of that backstory do we really want to rework? I mean, there's some... Well, I
0: mean, no, I mean, it's a great book, and then they I may think. not rework it. I mean, it may just be that they go forward from there. But, I mean, what do y'all think about the possibility of that one, going a thousand years well, prior to anything we have so well, far?
1: Oh, no, I love that. And, I, I mean, that's...
0: Well, that's why I'm excited about it, it because it gives you a chance seen. to... Yeah, well, it gives it, you a chance the to start developing lore. Again.
1: Right, and it's an, era we, it's an era we haven't seen in canon at all. I mean, you can get all the way into the Jedi, and and all that stuff about how the Jedi came to be. And if you're going to go that far back, you can get into all of that. It opens up a lot of mm-hmm. possibilities. Yeah. And the, the other question with Bane, and this is a question that people have been asking since they made Bane canon, was do you make a connection to Revan and make him canon?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, Revan... I still think that the sooner you make Revan and Malik canon again, the better. And I can't right. imagine that they're not going to do that at some point. And you could use this. I mean, I guess Revan in, in, in Legends, Revan and Malik existed about 2,000 years prior to Bane, but that's still no reason that you can't name drop them in there.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, th- there's things in Bane's story that make reference to. So,
2: well, I've never. Uh, I was unaware of this character before this conversation, but I'm already on board because you said the term ancient Sith Lord, which sounds so freaking cool that I want to see a TV show about that now.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I, really, I lean towards this one being the one of the five that I'm going to name. This is the one I really want to see because it does give us a launch pad to the past to go back uh- and start developing all that lore that we've we've kind of thrown aside and and, i know the
1: things i've mentioned are farther in the past than that but if we're going to take that step then we can take it even a step
0: right i mean more. and you could in theory it's supposing that the benioff and weiss stuff is old republic era then you could go back you could use this as a launch point to reintroduce people to The Old Republic era. In fact, there was another rumor that came out. I think I saw it earlier today. It was either today or yesterday. A show not on this list is that there's a rumor going around that they're they're developing a Knights of the Old Republic TV series. I still don't think that's a thing, but what I think someone is getting hints of is this because people keep saying, Oh, we want a Knights of the old Republic movie and Lucasfilm keeps saying, we're not going to make a Knights of the old Republic movie, but what they're not understanding is that we're not asking for the Knights of the old Republic story. We're asking to go back to that
2: era, to that, that time era. period. Right. Well, now that you mention it, I actually do have some reference to this, I guess, cause I have played that game and it is super clunky. It is very difficult to play. But I still play it because the world is that good mm-hmm. and that interesting, and to see that on screen would would be so. It's a chance to do something that the prequels failed to do. But even I know it's either, even further back, but to give us this this other look mm-hmm. at right. this universe. Well, this look where where people are wearing. Uh, when when people like we, we don't see cities a lot. OK, I mean, we don't see these big, buzzling cities and this old, this old era of like an actual society that isn't completely screwed. Right. And I think the that's what I was saying is I think the prequels tried to do that to mm-hmm. see this different side of the Star Wars universe. Yeah.
1: But by the time you're it, into the end where the prequels are, you're seeing the downfall of it all.
2: Right. Exactly. But, and so to see, to see it not all failing.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, to see Coruscant in its, in its heyday, exactly. you know, as well to, as
2: Mandalore
0: in, in its heyday. To see
2: you know, why it's such a big deal to see these things failing, to give it so, it would give it so mm-hmm. much more context oh, to yeah. care about, about everything that happened in the prequels and the original trilogy to know that like things used to be so different, Mm-hmm. and so put together and not everything was at war and there wasn't death and destruction around every corner right because i mean and the original trilogy so and
0: the sequel trilogy the world's at war everything's a, I mean the, the galaxy's at war everything's a mess and mm-hmm. in the prequel trilogy i mean we're basically watching the you know it's the fall of rome
1: right you know it's, it's you everything's already quality, run
0: its course and now things are beginning to disintegrate
1: well, but course, we do was still, like you said, I mean, you still got to see a pretty well mm-hmm. developed, extraordinary Coruscant, though. I mean, you
0: did. Those are the two that I think we have the most upside to make of the list uh, that I'm going to name. The next one is Captain Phasma. We're saying live action, right? This live action because he's already
2: confirmed for um, an animated series. Well, and see, right?
0: that's the thing. This is rumored, these are. are leaning heavily into these were basically concepts that they're playing with right now. Like they're not moving forward with these. These are, these are concepts that they're working on. So it Mm -hmm. could be that this wound up because somebody heard captain Phasma and it was somebody talking about the animated series. Phasma is already in the, at least to some point, you know, she shows up in, in resistance on occasion. So, Mm -hmm. but the rumor we've got here is Captain Phasma live action.
2: I just wanted to clarify because I know we've talked before about her being in a different show that's animated, but live action, I guess it'd have to go even, even further back than where resistance would be. Yeah, I think so.
0: And I, of course I haven't read it. There is a Captain Phasma novel that deals with basically her origin so i'm not real sure not that they couldn't cover the time period of that book with a movie but i'm not real sure that was kind of the question for me with this one is when do you set it because they don't
2: they i don't think they've often adapted novels or comic books or any of that other stuff into tv shows or live action shows because I feel like there's always been this attitude of like, well, that story's there. We don't need to retell that story. It's right there. This is a different one. So if they were to stick with that sort of tradition, if that novel tells her origin and the Mm -hmm. resistance, which he will be involved in, is going to talk about right before The Force Awakens. Well, there's not much room left to give us anything that we don't already know. Unless they did just adapt the novel, which I'd be okay with with the show. Just because of Christie Christie. Yes. Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn Christie. Which
1: I was gonna say I would I would rather see a live action than an animated because at least you get Gwendolyn Christie. And I think she said yeah. she'd
2: she would voice her in the animated, but Yeah, but yeah, she, is, she is she is a lead.
0: She's been voicing her character on Resistance.
2: Now the interesting
0: thing about the three that I've named is all three of those rumored shows are villains. And it is a lot harder to make good shows or movies when the villain is your main character yeah that's fair yeah, to yeah
1: but i guess it would have to be an origin story to even make that interesting but like we said we've already got one i don't think that was very likely
0: I, that one i kind of put last week in in the category of unlikely i think that they might do something where she gets included but i'm not sure how likely she is to show up as the title character uh the next one i've got on the list And, uh, I already know what kind of reaction this one's going to get, but we're going to throw it out there anyway. The next one on the list is Rose Tico.
1: (laughs) Are you serious? I'm serious. Okay. Oh gosh. What's the next one?
0: (laughs) Um, I, I pretty much firmly throw that one in the unlikely, the probably the least likely of these five to get made. Yeah, uh, because no, I
1: don't uh, and
0: it's not it's it has nothing to do with the character in the movies. It's I literally don't know what kind of story there is to tell.
1: That, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't that's characters. Yeah, it, there's there's nothing there it's, she's not. That's not anything I want to see. I think we get enough of what her story is about in episode eight. And of course, she'll be in episode nine. And I'm glad for that. But I, I think you can tell her story there for her. Yeah. As a supporting character without having to, no, I'm not on board with that one at all. I don't think that one ever gets done. Yeah, no, I agree.
0: All right. The next one on my list is Princess Leia.
1: Mm, That kind of goes back to the fact that we have, it's the same sort of thing. Anything we didn't see Leia do in the movies or in animation, we have the books.
0: That's not quite true though, because we've got, the book is when she's roughly 13 years old. The book, mm-hmm. but you didn't read you didn't read that read that novel, have you?
1: Uh, I haven't. Okay,
0: that novel roughly covers her a period of time when she's about thirteen years old, when she goes from being the spoiled daughter of the queen of Alderaan to learning what her parents are really doing behind the scenes and learning about this fledgling rebellion. So that really covers the extent. So you've got about a four-year window there to cover her
2: role of becoming active in the Rebellion.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
2: Also, who would... Okay, I'm just trying to collect my thoughts on this because I just don't understand. Are we thinking, like, younger? I'm sorry, I was completely zoned out. I was looking up... Yeah, we're
0: probably looking at a, a teenage Leia between... Somewhere between thirteen and seventeen. So that would roughly take place between the novel
2: and A New Hope. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Because I, I was thinking, for some reason in my head, I was thinking between Episode six and Episode seven was where I was just like I was just so focused on on thinking about that. Okay. A teenage. I mean, what well, would that? But like, I think you to totally yeah, that yeah, you're
0: but, talking yeah. about a character who, as a young teenager, became a senator in the Galactic Republic or the Galactic Empire and who became one of the heads of the rebellion as a teenager. So I mean, I think there's story there to tell.
1: There is, but that's the only story left to tell. It is,
0: but it's not that, I mean, it's like, I don't think you're getting a Leia series and you're going to like, you know, get five seasons of it. I mean, I think you're going to get it and you're going to get a season or two because you don't have that much there. But I mean, I, You know, I still think that there's some opportunity there, especially if any of the stuff's true about or, you know, there's been all the rumors about Millie Bobby Brown, who is the perfect age to play that character currently. Oh, that's right. I did see that. She's 15 right now. So, I mean, you've got the actress that can probably pull it off. I
2: mean, that puts me more on board with it. I'd be more likely to watch it if... Because I I think she's great, and I could definitely see her as Leia, 100%. That
1: that one's got a better shot than the Rose Tico.
2: I I mean,
0: honestly, at this point, I'm not sure it doesn't have the second best chance of getting made.
1: Yeah, probably, yeah. Second or third.
0: Yeah. It's certainly in my top three of the five we've named.
2: Mm -hmm. I just need to say, the reason I was so zoned out for a second during the beginning of that Leia discussion is honestly because I was Googling who Paige Tico was because I didn't remember.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, Rose's sister that dies in the bomber.
2: Yeah, now I see. That's why, just to give context, even context to the last discussion, I couldn't remember who that was. Mm -hmm. So there's no way that I would watch a show about that.
0: All right, so if you had to pick one of those right now, if you could pick one of those to get made, which one would you pick?
1: Oh, the Obi-Wan's going to happen more than the
0: other. Well, excluding Obi-Wan, because we already feel like that's happening. So from the other five, Knights of Ren, Darth Bane, Captain Phasma, Rose Tico, and Princess Leia. Darth Bane.
2: Are we saying rather or most likely? Uh, No, which one
0: would you personally want to
1: see made?
2: Darth Bane. Just because of the the time period?
1: Uh, I would like to see something deep in the Old Republic. I don't know that it's Darth Bane. But if that's what gets us there, then yeah. The one more likely outside Obi-Wan, though, probably, it really probably is the Leia move.
0: No, I, I mean, I so. can see that one being very high on the list.
2: After episode, uh, after episode nine, though, I could see Knights of Ren shooting up to the top of the list easily, though.
0: Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. All right. Um. So the next thing we want to talk about was Were these notes from the Disney shareholders meeting? You were Uh -uh. online when you said that link didn't work. Daniel, you have not read this? I did not. All right. So we basically have, and I'm going to go ahead and say this, these might be light spoilers. I don't intend on this show at any point to get heavily into big spoilers for the movie because I intend to avoid those myself. But if you don't want any kind of possible spoilers, then this is probably where you need to tune out for a few minutes uh, because there are some shot descriptions. Uh, I don't think anything that's
2: ruining anything in the movie, but they're, they are interesting. They sound like trailer shots. Yeah. So if you're one of those people who doesn't watch, who do- doesn't, doesn't? It doesn't watch, a tra- doesn't watch trailers for movies you want to see, then, then then this is what you want to avoid. Well, it,
0: this, this does, when you go through this piece by piece, I hadn't thought of that, this does sound like they were making, that this was the trailer, that they saw the trailer. The first thing was a blockade runner in an abandoned hangar, an explosion knocking stormtroopers over in a hangar bay, Kylo Ren in a white room looking at the Vader helmet, as well as Rey, Finn, and Poe all in the cockpit of the Falcon.
1: Uh, Yeah, standard Star Wars stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when we got confirmation that our three are together, granted, well, I don't know. They're saying this is going to pick up about a year after, so it it shouldn't be a scene from where we ended with right. with eight. So it sounds like our three, our three protagonists are still together, which is good because I think they need to be together for this
1: movie.
2: I think that was missing. That's a lot of what was missing from the last
0: yeah. two movies. Yes. Of course, seeing the old blockade runners, when we see blockade runners in an, a blockade runner in an abandoned hangar, really makes me wonder if we are indeed going back to uh, Yavin.
1: Well, yeah. I, and I had kind of assumed, uh, I had a, a pretty strong thought that that's what we were going to do on the first right. descriptions of, of what was going yeah. on in this, this film. Well, anyway.
0: that's the, we keep getting these little things from the, that seem to be confirming some of the early rumors. The one that I found the most interesting, I, it may not really be interesting, but the one of the description of Kylo Ren in a white room looking at the Vader helmet, and I, I find that one interesting because if he's in a an all white room, where is he?
1: That's what I'm wondering. Why is the room white?
0: Because we know he's not in a in a in a first order ship. If he's in a white room. Yeah, everything we've seen first order has been black, gray, and red.
2: well, if he he's if I'm remembering this right, he's just straight up in possession of the Vader helmet already, right? Like it's not like he's gonna find it somewhere. Like no, he yeah, has no, it. He already has it. Was, so it's probably just a base, this that base set up, and seven. he puts it there. Was well, it possible that
0: in conjunction with that abandoned hangar in that blockade runner, you know, the interior of those blockade runners is that bright white? Mm-hmm. So, you know, is it possible that he's gone to Yavin for some reason? I don't know. So, and it could be, we've already kind of been told, or at least led to believe there's going to be some more flashbacks in this film to explain some of the things that are happening. So it it might not even be current with the story. So we'll just have to see there. But I did find that interesting.
1: Well, I thought it be more interesting, actually, the inclusion of Vader's helmet. This is, you know, some of the stuff we've talked about before JJ taking the reins back and Ryan just completely abandoned Kylo's mm-hmm. connection to Vader. Right. They're so, never
0: going to say it. JJ's back. never going to say it. Ryan's never going to say it. None of the actors are ever going to say it. But I really, from everything I've heard, all the rumors lead me to believe that JJ has, that, that Ryan. Went a little off course with the story, and JJ is trying to put it back on track.
2: One hundred percent. I I just gather that from how different the two movies were. So in I, everything,
0: and I, and I, that's not to even say that the that Kennedy and some of the other people at Lucasfilm weren't fully aware of what was going on, but that JJ is going to tell the story the way he originally envisioned it. Because you know, if he wrote Chapter One, if he wrote if he wrote Episode Seven, he had to have like, at least kind of sketched out what 8 and 9 would look like in order to tell 7.
2: He had to have had some some idea of what he
0: wanted it to look like.
2: I know that I've said it in the show before, um, but I don't think for a second that J.J. Abrams intended for Ray's parents to be nobodies. No, and we'll so find out. there that he, yeah, that he does a that he does a one eighty on that again? Like Ryan Johnson did a one eighty. What if he does another one and turns it right it's back the around?
1: The thing it's the only thing Ryan Johnson did. I want him to keep.
2: Yeah, I mean we're gonna see, and
0: I'm I'm not real want- sure because, like I said, you know, JJ and Ryan are never gonna speak about this. I mean we're never really gonna know what happened I know there are people that are absolutely determined that it was all intentional and it may very well have been but there are some weird disconnects between the two movies the tone is so different
2: yeah and even I, if the story was di- if the story was different than what we expected that's one thing but when when it feels like almost like a different universe at some points it does watching these two movies
0: right well it's I've all I've long said that canto bite Felt like something out of the fifth element. I didn't mind the concept of Canto Bite, and I didn't even care about some of the story they told. You know, some of the story they told there was fine, but. The the casino itself to me felt weird and wrong. Well, at least the the, yeah. the denizens, the people in the you know the the aliens in the cantina. A lot of that just did not feel like Star Wars to me. Really? No.
1: There have always been some weird aliens in Star Wars, dude.
0: There there has, and yeah, I don't know. It just that was the one thing that like took I me out of it. Took me out of the movie for a minute.
1: But I actually do think that's something that Ryan was trying to do. To throw back to the old movies, too, though, was, you know what? Most likely, Cantina introduced us to all these weird...
0: Right. So, you know, in one sense, a, a high-end luxury version of the Cantina. Uh, you know.
1: But we're not going to rehash 8 again, because we've I think we've beat that one to death. <laughs> it
0: says they saw a brief shot of Lando, uh, yeah. saw Ray with Chewie's bowcaster, and Finn in an, an abandoned-looking ship interior.
2: So, I really hope
0: that this is a trailer. I hope that this is the trailer we see. I do too. Yeah, I mean that's really what it sounds like. I mean we had a rumor about a month ago that the trailer was cut and ready right. to go, and so this was all from this uh, from the shareholders meeting. So yeah, it makes sense that
2: they would have showed them a trailer. I like the sound of all of it. Lando, that's cool. Yeah. That's why I wanted to be a trailer because I want to see Lando. That's just period. Mm-hmm. Just just fine. Just confirming, like yes. It is happening. He is going to be in the movie. He's there. Everything's okay. There's balance in the universe. Lando's in the movie. Yep. Mhm.
1: Yep. For you know, right up and sometime before the last ten minutes of the film, um, when he dies dramatically.
2: Hopefully not, but
0: I'm I'm not holding my breath.
1: i um, well, I just put it like this. How many of those save Lando T-shirts have you bought, have you sold? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> just the one. <laughs> i do get a lot of great reactions to it though
1: yeah i need one
0: what website do y'all use for this t public t public
2: right okay
0: uh the next thing we had was a scene of ray walking through a market and the mar- a lot of aliens in the market so fingers crossed for some you know old aliens some hammerheads or something some was maybe. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: good. We had, they had a clip of, I don't know. This is the one that makes me go, okay, it wasn't a trailer. Maybe a behind-the-scenes footage thing. They had a shot of Daisy doing uh, a bunch of wire work, doing, you know, high somersaults and stuff with a lightsaber.
1: Oh, well, it's probably some of both.
0: Yeah, I mean, who knows? But... Ex- we haven't. We don't have a lightsaber duel in this trilogy yet. I mean, we have one, but it, it's like what? somebody. Well, we have one lightsaber duel at, the, at the, in the Force or uh, in the Force Awakens, where
1: the throne room scene's pretty close. But it's I mean, n- that's the same thing. Well,
0: but it's people fighting people with regular awesome. weapons, not fighting people with other lightsabers.
1: Uh, but it still was pretty cool. It was pretty that, cool. It, that was that was their version of giving us a lightsaber duel. Right. It was. It was good. That was the best scene of that movie.
2: It was very good. They didn't, okay, Luke, Luke's, like, final stand at the end, he just, they didn't class lightsabers, right? He just, like, kept dodging it is what it was.
1: Well, no, because he was oh, just he, a force projection. He couldn't make any physical.
2: I know he couldn't make any physical touch, but I thought before he figured, but before Kylo figured that out, Luke was, like, still just, like, dodging everything, right? Like, he wasn't yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Like he was it was like, oh, he's there. He's just dodging everything. So that still looked cool. And then finally, when Kylo did hit him, that's when it went through. and it was like, oh, he's not there. So did either of y'all
0: watch Topher Grace's trailer that he made for Star Wars uh, a week or two ago? <laughs> no, what? Well, I mean, you know Topher Grace has Topher. long made a hobby out of um he's a big Star Wars fan. has made a long, time hobby
2: out of editing star wars Um,
0: and i can't believe you have you have you never watched his prequel
2: movie nope but i'm going to as soon as this podcast is over go find
1: well i've watched a couple of re-edited versions of the prequels and it does improve them
0: well he has a version he has the one that's widely credited as the best and it basically boils the prequel movies down to 185 minute movie but what he did the other day was he basically took every Star Wars movie that's been made up till now and made a master trailer for for those movies. Uh, it's called Star Wars Always, and it's really worth checking out. All right. But I, you were talking about that shot where the blade passes through Luke. hmm And he made a connection in, the, in this trailer that I, I didn't really make was basically he cut the blade passing through Obi-Wan and the blade passing through Luke back to back Mm -hmm. with both of their, with their robes falling to the ground.
2: That's cool. I didn't, I didn't realize that either.
0: Yeah. I didn't, I'd never really made the parallel connection there and I should have after seeing it, I went, why did I never pick that up? But uh, yeah.
1: But anyway, that does actually kind of add something to it when you think of it that way. Yeah. I guess. Well, no,
0: I mean seriously, when we get off, it's it's like five minutes long. The the master trailer is, and it's definitely <laughs> sure. worth checking out. Right. Uh, but anyway, back to where you were. You were talking about those fight scenes. Uh, the fight scene with Luke and uh, Kylo.
2: Well, well, my point was, I was just adding to your point that, that uh, what we haven't really seen any lightsaber duels. Yeah.
0: I mean, we saw the brief one, and I want to see like people like fully trained Jedi and Sith going at it with lightsabers again. Whatever mm-hmm. else we have, we don't have that.
1: Uh, see, but I don't. I I like the lightsaber stuff we've gotten in these. In oh, seven I, and eight. I, I do so too. I,
0: but I'm I'm just saying, like before it ends, like I I want a a big lightsaber duel,
2: a tense, like highly trained. You don't know who's going to make right. what I mean, move, that's the thing. anybody like, could win
0: this. Well, I mean, that's the thing. We've seen <clears throat> we've seen them have two run-ins, uh, Ray and, and Kylo. One where they fought each other, one where they kind of worked together. And now I want to see them, like, at the height of their power, just throw down.
1: Yeah, uh, I do too. But, I mean, if we're really going to talk about the lights of our battles in Star Wars... You really have to get into the fact that when they started making these moves, they didn't really know. They kind of changed the concept behind what a lightsaber was and what the art was like behind having a fight. Right. In Star Wars The New Hope, you've got Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. It's the only lightsaber battle we got in that movie. And it's the um squared off, and it was Kimbo. That's what it was. It was two hands on the sword, parry thrust parry thrust It was very... It was simplistic, but that was really the that was really the style that they patterned the lightsaber sector when they made that movie. Yeah. Strikes back, you got Luke and Darth and it gets a little better and Return of the Jedi's Luke and Darth again, and it gets a little better because now they've decided well you can you can use one hand. And then when you made the prequels and you come up with this idea that they're at the height of their power, but those lightsaber battles, other than the big battle you had in Attack of the Clones, which was really cool to see all those Jedi storming a field with those lightsabers, but they weren't battling Sith. Right. So, but a lot of those one-on-one Sith versus Jedi duels in the, in the prequels just turned into overly choreographed dances. So I'm not sure that we've ever gotten the lightsaber duel you're talking about wanting to see. We
0: have, though. We got Luke and Vader at the end of Return of the Jedi. A-
1: and that one's which, awesome. And that which, one's my which, favorite.
0: which is still the best lightsaber
1: duel in Star Wars. Yeah that one's my favorite. It's it's definitely better than Empire's. I like Kylo and Rey's in Force Awakens even though people bitch and complain about that one because well, Rey never had a lightsaber before. Where did she oh, learn that? I you don't know, I don't I don't mind.
0: No, nah, I don't mind that one at all. I mean because we weren't talking of I still don't know why people have trouble grasping the idea whatever you think about the character that she grew up in a place where she had to defend herself she didn't carry that staff for a walking stick it's Mm -hmm. like she knows how to fight like that was obvious from the first time we see her wrecking people
2: at the in the market uh when they try to take bb8
1: yeah
2: also kylo is definitely underestimating her and doesn't feel like he has to pull out all the stops until it's too late until she has that like upper hand where she's right actually fighting back. And he's like, Oh crap. And by that point she's fighting back and has a good stance and he doesn't have time to like, cause I think if Kylo would have gone into it thinking she knows how to fight, then Kylo, my logic behind it is if Kylo hadn't underestimated her, then, then we would have gotten what everyone's talking about, which is Kylo shows up and, and slices, slices her head off. But I think it's logical to assume that Kylo thought he could just walk in there and, and like, not put any effort into it at all
0: yeah and also at that point is i I, I, it's a reasonable assumption that kylo still wants to recapture her yeah and 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 that she's going to kill him so i mean they're they're fighting two different fights there uh then that was pretty much what we got from the shareholders meeting and you know at this point april weekend of april 11th we'll have a trailer we'll have a title I, i don't expect to get anything before then now right but we did get we did get some dates for the opening of Galaxy's Edge, um, and they're earlier than we thought. Uh, Disneyland's going to open May 31st and Disney World August 29th. Those are both about a month earlier than their original projections.
1: Right. Cool. And I'm still probably not going to see either one until a long time after that. Cause...
0: I, I, will, I will wait until this, so the, uh, Disney World's going to be fall of 2019 and I will go fall of 2020.
1: I went to the first year the Wizarding World of Harry Potter opened in Universal, and it was nuts. That was the most crowded place in the park. You couldn't get in any of the shops, the restaurants. It, it, it yeah, was crazy.
0: My dad went right after they opened Pandora, mm. and uh, it was apparently a nightmare. I mean, the you know lines were three and four hours long. Mm-hmm. And to me that's just nuts i mean you could go spend half your day at the park standing in one line yeah it might be a good time to go do things at the other parks <laughs> right actually yeah that's not yeah probably but, i think that so, you know we
1: all want to see this but
0: well they're they're planning they're expecting the they're expecting so many people that they've actually they've changed some verbiage on their website in preparation for this opening, that your ticket into the park does not guarantee that you will get into Galaxy's Edge because of uh, capacity rules.
1: And I mean, it is what it is. There's nothing anybody can do about it. It'll it's going to be there for years. We'll all get to see it eventually. Yep.
0: Did y'all see? We didn't talk. We talked about this a little bit last week. Uh, did y'all see the stuff they've got? All the you know the restaurants and the the drinks and all the stuff they're going to have there. Did y'all see any of that?
2: Well, no. I was just about to ask about that. Like, what kind of food? Are they going to serve there? It's, it's, I know, like, Disney. They'll, they'll, every Everywhere you go, they're going to have burgers. But if you go, like... Um, yeah, I mean, they've yeah.
1: got... do oh, is take hamburgers and name them something weird.
2: Well, they had Ronto Burgers,
0: which are some of the creatures we see in the updated version. Uh, the special editions of uh, A New Hope. Yes, they told you so. So we've got Ronto Burgers. And they had, I mean, basically everything is themed after creatures from uh Star Wars they had uh, the the cooker the kitchen in one of the in one of the restaurants is made to look like this massive pod racer engine that they have built a cooker into it it's what cooks the food so you can get your food cooked on a pod racer engine. That's super cool.
2: Uh I think they'll have any roast roast ewok in <laughs> so the
0: so you can go traumatize your kids. <laughs>
2: ewok on a stick traumatizing for them but for some of the older generation it'll be a satisfying revenge well what you do is you tell your kids when your kids are like oh i don't want to eat an ewok you say if he had a chance he would eat you exactly (laughs) yep i don't remember if there's any in star wars have we seen them like eating a lot and they have like a very specific kind of food no. Now, can you think of any food in, in Star Wars? I can't. No, not
0: really. All. I mean, we've so seen we've there. seen drinks. Has been about it, and not much there either. Oh,
2: Will there be a Naboo themed uh, seafood restaurant?
0: No. See, that would be awesome, but no. But maybe later, that would be cool. I didn't even think about uh, that. It would be. But uh, the they they released a lot of pictures of a lot of the stuff the the uh, <gasps> cast members will be wearing. Blue milk. And,
2: yeah, green milk. Is it green? Yeah. Is it blue? I don't know. They're, they're
0: doing. They're yes. they're going to have. They're going to have blue and green milk. Okay, perfect. Because the green milk was, of course, from the last Jedi. Oh,
2: sorry, I interrupted you. That was just too important not to say right now.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've got all that, and and like I said, it's it's all immersive. The products in 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 the uh, stores will be all in-universe themed. You know, all the stuffed animals will be, you're not going to find a Mickey Mouse stuffed animal. You're going to find things from Star Wars.
1: You will find Chewbacca's campfire roasted pork, though.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> That's hope great. so. Exactly. Now that we're thinking about it, there there's an infinite amount of possibilities. Just be a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Can we stab a you fish can't eat a with like a really so. big stick? <laughs> and then bring it to the... Like, I think that... You know restaurants where you go pick the lobster that you want them to cook when you order lobster? Right. You get a really big stick and stab a fish off the side of a cliff.
0: <laughs> you get like, to go stab your own fish?
2: One. Or These, they stab yes. it for you? No, no, you get to stab the fish. <laughs> nice. And then you go, I want this one. They cook it for you. If, the, if they don't have that, I'm never going. And that, those are my terms. Take them or leave them. All right. Well, that's... uh. You know, the only other things we really had this week as far as
0: announcements, we got a couple more announcements for celebration for guests. Um, Aaron Kellyman, who played Infos Nest in the solo movie, is coming. And Ahmed Best, who played Jar Jar Binks, which... Whatever you think about Jar Jar, I'm really excited to see Ahmed Best actually come into a celebration because of the bad past that he had with after Star Wars. And I think that that it'll be a good experience for him because I know that Hayden Christensen kind of was the same way. He just wasn't going to do it. And he showed up two years ago at Celebration and apparently had a great time. And since then has been way more engaged with the community.
1: We've had these conversations before, too, that... we can't take this stuff too seriously. Whenever you go to harassing the actors and making their yeah, lives—it's like
0: why can't you?
1: stupid stuff is ridiculous. Well,
0: it's like why can't you? Like, some people just can't separate the actor from the character, and right. that,
2: that's and they, problematic. All these people that are harassing these actors—if they—if—if if, if Lucasfilm would have come to them and said, "I want you to play this Jar Jar Binks character," they would have done it in a heartbeat. If they said, "I want you to play Rose in the new Star Wars movie," they would have done it in a heartbeat because they get to be in a Star Wars movie. Most of these actors are probably just fans. the um, The actors who plays who plays Rose was just a fan who was excited to be a part of this, just like all these people who were who were harassing her. Yeah, and and they would have jumped at the opportunity to play the same character or a worse character. It doesn't matter. You get to be in a Star Wars film, and they're just trying. They just want to be in a Star Wars film and you're ruining that experience for them yeah and the thing is
0: with like with somebody like Kelly Marie Tran was such an amazing ambassador for Star Wars the year Mm -hmm. leading up to that movie and then to get treated like that just uh, it's just messed up All right, well I mean that's pretty much what we've got have y'all got seen anything else going on or any more comments you wanted to add before we wrap up
1: Uh, Vader Dark Visions oh yeah you got Uh, some uh, comic book stuff yeah this is really the only thing though uh, a limited series, uh, the concept behind this one is to sort of give different points of view of Vader from the other people he interacts with in the galaxy. The, the first issue gives you the, the point of view of a uh, kind of a teenager from a civilization who was sort of isolated. They knew anything about the Galactic War. And when Vader comes to their home planet, they end up seeing him as a hero. He was a savior of theirs kind of by accident actually. But from their point of view, you know, and you, you mm-hmm. kind of get to see the impact Vader has on uh, different people throughout the, the galaxy. That's sort of the concept behind this series. And it's really interesting. Uh, the first issue is pretty good. So um, I'm looking forward to the second one. That one came out last week, if you want to pick it up.
0: All right, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. That was the only one you've got right now?
1: Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. Okay,
0: and uh, Marisha just finished uh, Queen's Shadow, the the new book that just came out this past week. And so when she gets back next week, we'll let her talk a little bit about that one. All right, everybody, well, that's going to do it for this episode of on Radio Underground. Uh, Daniel, what have you got on the Internet? Have you got anything out there you'd like people to check out?
1: No, not really. Just still stuff that I've had planned to be working on for months that uh, 12-hour shifts in Elbile and Georgia, keep getting in the way of. But I am Dan C. Peeps at Twitter. And if I ever get anything completed, you'll find my work on ScienceFictionary.com.
0: Awesome. David, what have you got?
2: Uh, You can find anything that I've done uh, worth anything on my YouTube channel, David Peoples TV.
0: All right. My name is Andrew Gore, and you can find me running the Twitter account for uh, Course not Radio Underground and the Science Fictionary at Sci underscore Fictionary. There's also a new Facebook group or Facebook page that you can find by searching Course not Radio Underground. And you can find me at thesciencefictionary.com. And until next week, may the Force be with you.